2: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome
0: network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Pull up a Bloody Mary, a mimosa, or some prune juice. Does he have some magic in him? Knicks, drops back. And get a serving of Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and other hot menu items. Underneath, touchdown, down. This is Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher. Oh! Off the upright! And good! He kissed it in! On the Odyssey app and 1080.
3: All these things are true. I wouldn't lie. I I don't lie to you guys, baby.
0: The fan. That's right, no lies
2: here. No lies on Sports Sunday. Yeah, new intro. Who this? You know what (laughs) I'm saying?
3: New producer, new intro. Like we we got a whole we got a whole show, don't we? That's right. Sorry, yeah. I took away that hour two lead on you. Oh man, it's all good, man. Not even tripping, man. Because honestly, you could have taken it because I think it was kind of your idea about we were, what we we're going to talk about. You know, starting the second hour. But,
2: that uh, hole in one at the players. I'm telling you, if you're listening right now, go. go that was your, a pretty cool shot. Go to your preferred social media of choice and look up whatever you have to to find the hole in one today. It's crazy. Three hole in ones. This uh, weekend at this tournament on this hole, that's n- it had never been done twice during a weekend, and
3: well, they've done golf it is so- getting
2: easier, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just it's just so easy for it's, these guys. That's, I, yeah, it is well, for these would, guys. It is.
3: Yeah, for these guys, like it's it's nothing. It's tying their shoes for the most part, so they can go out there and shoot a easily like a 65-70 on their on their worst days me it's going to be more like 165 like 170 no oh it's going to be
4: bad no it's going to be bad and not to take us too far off track but you know the thing about professional athletes and like of the elite level is like it really the game slows down and you know i, I think we've all had like that moment when we're playing sports where we've kind of had that happen to us like i'm no elite athlete but i've had a moment in my life where the game slowed down a little bit so when you talk about golf just getting easier for those guys, is it just, like, in almost literal slow motion in their eyes? I mean, are these guys like like Scotty Scheffler and Jordan Spieth, is it just, like a 1000 frames per second but but it's all coming into their head super slowly and they can just get all of it and yeah. be uh, it is crazy to me to think about it the, all the
3: psychology that. of golf number 1 like i mean just to, it's it's ultimate chess match for the between most part
2: between the head, it dude between the head man if you know it's one of it's, the better round or better nine holes i played was when i was just like all right, yeah chill it's, it's geometry Great it's, shot. it's physics it's um, all those things damn. in school
3: that Didn't people make struggle that? with mm. Right. You know, and it's that's it's a to a T like and so you have the 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 perfection that goes into being a, a professional golfer or for that matter, a professional baseball player. They're there. Those are two things that like, man, it takes a certain amount of precision to be able to do this, to be a pitcher and throw the ball just so on a curve to make
2: sure you hit the catcher right in the right spot and not the, the batter in their face. Well, the players might be the third coolest thing happening today, Rashad, Um I'm going to say the second coolest thing happening today is Selection Sunday. No? Nothing? Again, again, cool? Again. T- yeah, t- test the microphone. Cool. Anybody Crickets. there? Hello? I don't have a cricket sound effect yet. I'll add yeah. one. Well, yeah, what we... is going on? Is college basketball, nobody likes this all, all of a sudden? <sighs> I mean. Sprague took a dump all over it the other day when I was just trying to be all you know jovial. That, like, hey, dude. It's uh, not that I don't go. like it. It's that I hate it.
3: It's like, you know, it's, it's one of those things Love like you, college basketball is, Damn it. it's just, it's it, help. there's a, there's a lack of, of star power. Like you have really dynamic freshmen that come and then they leave, but there's no, it's, it's hard to be interested in a team where, you know, the star players are going to kind of rotate out every single year. So it's really hard to like be committed. Like I was a big College basketball fan as a as a kid. Why? Because you saw a dude stay for three years, you know. And now, if a guy stays in the NBA, in the uh, college basketball till they're a junior or a sophomore, it's not going to be because they wanted to make sure they their body was in better condition. They want to make sure that they got an education. It's because no, you weren't good enough to go to the NBA as a as an eighteen year old. As a freshman, you weren't good enough. So we will pass on this junior, this sophomore, the senior, the National Player of the Year that goes to. You know, Creighton or whatever the case is that's a big man, we'll pass on that person because they're not a freshman. We took the <laughs> the Blazers drafted
2: Zach Collins.
4: Oh.
2: Bro, yeah. why you gotta go there?
3: They drafted what are
4: you doing, Zach. They suck?
2: Collins. It is a selection Sunday this is supposed to be a very positive, optimistic day for schools all across the country.
3: Just saying, man. They, they it's 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 one of those things, man. So college basketball is kinda hard for me to watch. Like there's a who's the kid and we were just talking about this, he just became like North Carolina's all-time leading scorer, or he's about to. One of those two exactly. None of us even know.
4: You can't remember his name. Yeah.
3: Plays for North Carolina, the school that Michael Jordan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, went to and was amazing. The school that Vince Carter went to and was amazing. We don't even know this dude's name.
2: Well, uh, you know what doesn't help uh, college basketball's case this year is that the preseason number one, isn't making the tournament this year, North Carolina. Yeah. (laughs) Like that, you know, as much as I want to sit here and hype up college basketball and how great today is and how great this week is, because I love tournament time. I think it is just...
3: Now, that said, there's very few things that are better than the first couple games, first couple rounds of the tournament. That's fun. To watch a 16 knockoff or maybe watch a 13 Knock off a three or something like that. Like that's that's pretty cool. Like those games are 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 fun to watch and fun to see. You know. However, it's like for me, it's like I don't know any of these kids, and so I'm kind of watching. Like, yeah, okay. I don't care so much about the kids. It's just the teams, the environments. Like, like, yeah, I'm invested in the the players in most cases, especially being working so much with high school students, working so much with high school basketball. I'm invested in the players. So I'm in like right now, there's a young man in Aaron Deloney. If you haven't seen Vermont. Vermont made the tournament. They're going dancing. Let's go, Catamounts. Aaron Deloney from Portland, Oregon, from went to Grant High School. He just became sixth man of the year for for that league. And you know, so yes, I'm invested
2: in in him. What, you know sh- what I mean what a shout out. We went yeah. to Vermont basketball. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Because that's on a sports. So yes, so
3: guess what? So when Vermont is on, man, I'm watching because I'm invested in that young man and and some of the things that he's been able to do. But now I just feel like there's such this disconnect from. High school, first year and in, in college, and then those kids are off into the NBA now. Where I'm like, well, do I still want to root for Xavier? Because I don't know if they're going to – am I still going to root for North Carolina or whatever? It's just weird. So college basketball is in a weird spot, which is probably why I just don't watch it. Well,
2: you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a very compelling reason why you should care about the March Madness uh, tournament this year, Rashad, and that's because 1080 The Fan will be at a Casino Thursday Hey-o. and Friday for Dude. Fan Madness. Round 1 uh come chill with uh Danny and Dusty. Well, hopefully Danny's there. Question mark. I think
3: I get to go. I think I I hopefully I got to check in with Dusty. Come I through. think I have
2: to be. I think I get to do a show with Dusty this week. Pull up. Yeah. Pull up cool. as the kids say. Yeah. March 16th and 17th at the Stadium Sports Bar and Grill in Atlanta. Confession here, live on the radio. Never been to um well, I have been to a casino, never gambled at a casino, never placed a bet at a casino or a sports book. So uh we'll see excited. what well, listen. Friday the seventeenth, I'm uh, I'm getting paid. It's St. Patrick's Day. It's a Friday. We're going to a casino. The whole team we're we're taking a field trip. We're loading up yeah, in a I bus, going up, up there. there. Like it's gonna. If I'm not placing a bet on something on Friday, then there's something wrong with me, or just extremely responsible. Um, I
4: mean, to your point about uh, college basketball, I was kind of making this on uh, point on Danny and Dusty on Friday. You bring up a great. Observation: You have a particular interest in a guy that plays for Vermont, right? That's why college basketball is so special to individuals around the country. You know, it makes sense and it connects to a large amount of people on a large scale, but not necessarily in mass, right? When it gets to the, you know, the level of interest in the zeitgeist in mass, it's tomorrow every year. It's starting Monday. My wife just asked me, so when do people start caring about the NCAA tournament? Like literally yesterday. And I'm like... You know what? I'm thinking, is it Selection Sunday? No, it's this week when the tournament play-in games start happening and people start filling out their brackets. That's when everybody starts to notice. And I just, to go along with what you said, the fundamentals are also lacking in a game that is so... Prides itself on pushing the fundamentals, put players out there that actually execute them. Then that would be nice. And also, don't allow the team that just hit a free throw to call a timeout like a fifth grade basketball game. <laughs> yeah, that's, please, that's, I beg you. Yeah, there are certain things about college basketball that
3: just it's 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 sloppy. I still don't. So why why are we still playing two 20 minute halves? Thank you. Why are we doing this? Play four quarters, even if those quarters are, are ten minutes long. Like. Play four quarters. Like what are what are we doing? You know. So there are certain things about college that I just don't understand. However, like you said, people really start caring about it
2: today. So, fan madness again because college basketball is cool and you should come watch fan madness and March Madness with us. A and A, sixteenth and seventeenth. Then we're going to be at X Golf, March twenty third and twenty fourth. Both locations, both days, different shows though. Um, if you need more details, go to 1080 com. You'll see the big old picture right there for Fan Madness. Let's go.
3: And if you don't have a college basketball team, man, just come chill with us. we got a bunch of cool dudes over here from the fan. Like, just so, kick it with us.
2: No Ducks, obviously, in the tournament this year. No Beavers. But my Pitt Panthers, for the first time in seven years, more than likely going to be going to the tournament. I'm hoping. I'm putting that energy out there because it was not a good ACC uh, tournament showing by any means. Aaron Deloney, by the way, for Vermont. NCAA history, becoming the sixth player in Division One history to win back to back, two times, sixth Man of the Year awards, two times And the first since 2013, 2015 So Sh- shout proud, out Northeast Portland.
3: Proud of that young man. Proud of
2: that young man's
3: uh, family and everything. And super super uh, excited to see where Vermont can do uh, when they go dancing. So uh yeah. So but I guess we actually have to talk basketball. But let's talk more disappointing basketball. and we're going to talk about our
2: even more uh, disappointing Oregon we're going to
3: talk about our Portland Trailblazers who don't look like they'll be going dancing either more than likely so we'll talk about that next right here
0: to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 the fan.
3: 920. Wait, 1020. It says 9 in here. So apparently these clocks haven't been changed yet. So, but yes, 1020. But it might be 920. Some of y'all that don't have they still have analog clocks and have to do it yourself.
2: See this is so great because I'm like trying to think how does this benefit me later in the day? And then I realize I'm like bro, it's going to be like 7:20 tonight and it's probably still going to be a little light out. If not maybe like around 7, there might still be some light out in the sky.
3: The only thing is today I think it's going to not it's not going to matter because um We're
2: all feeling maybe a little tired. I said we're gonna be tired. There's not
3: a lot of sports on. I mean, there's. I mean, the World Baseball Classic, you know, is happening.
2: That's why I said that the players and um, and the uh, Selection Sunday were the third and second coolest thing because tonight the U.S. versus Mexico World Baseball Classic, 7 p.m. Tickets have been sold out for weeks. Stop traffic. Maybe just a week. Also tonight on A and E,
3: they're showing uh, a new WWE uh, Rivals. So gonna say rerun of intervention, and I think it's Tristratus versus Lita. Oh, wow. so
2: that'll be a that'll be a good. So one. now that becomes the number one uh, biggest event. That's on that's Sunday. trending.
3: That's trending. Jordan, you should probably know I'm a huge wrestling nerd. Okay, good to so know. It's just one of those things. Uh, it's still real to me. Damn it. And, um,
4: you gotta get, you gotta help get me into it, man. I'm willing to, I don't think I've ever had anybody like in my friends, like, you know, my sports circle of friends that is is, like super into fighting like that. So I, I am open to it. I just need to like, somebody needs to show me what's awesome about it. Show me what's awesome about it, and I can become a Well, fan this guy's got you definitely on the current day, and it passed wrestling. Basically, me,
2: 90, uh, 97 to 04, I'll, I'll get you there. That was a good time. But that's about, I mean. That was I mean, the best time you could possibly golden. watch wrestling. Yeah, you exactly. You know, is, is that time. I'll, I'll say
3: 96 till about, you know, 94. But also, guess what? 04, that was the best time to be a Blazer fan, too.
4: <laughs> Not wrong.
3: Guess what? 96 is right around the time that the the tide started shifting for the Trail Blazers and right around 97 98 is when you start getting guys like Sheed and Sabonis and everything 2000 is obviously the apex for for Blazer fans at least not that's not you know 1990
4: and 92 but uh if you're under the age of 36 yeah. that's the apex for you
3: it's been a long time since we've been at that apex. I think the best the Blazers have been since then is when LaMarcus Aldridge was the best power
4: forward in the league.
3: You remember that time?
4: Yeah, right around when, just before Dame came into the league, or as well, he was. Coming Dame, in.
3: yeah, Dame had been here just maybe a, you know so a couple
4: 2014, points. 2013. Yeah, like that or their time, Western Conference twenty nineteen.
3: Yeah, and that was you know Dame being amazing in the first round, um, and really CJ coming through for the next you know the next round. Like that was the way that went. Dame was so tired after that first win, and it, that's it's looking like the team that we're looking at now. I'm looking at a guy in Damian Lillard who is just playing out of his mind right now. Third in the league in scoring, uh, averaging a little over seven assists, averaging a few, uh, like, a couple reap. Like, Damian Lillard is doing what you want your superstar to do, and it's unfortunate that he doesn't have the level of support to be able to be a playoff team. Currently, the Blazers are in 13th place, which sounds bad because it is bad. But if you think about it, because of the new play-in rule, right, because now that oh, you just have to – honestly, because you just have oh, to make the 10th spot, you know what I'm saying, just to be able to, yeah. to get in there, the Blazers are a game and a half out of the 10th spot behind the Utah Jazz. But ahead of them is the Oklahoma City Thunder, who <laughs> Shea Gildress Alexander is a beast. Josh Giddy is a beast. I really like that young – Thunder cool, team. they can have the 10 seed. And the New Orleans Pelicans, you know, who are obviously playing without Brandon Ingram and take it. Go with, ahead. The, to me, to <laughs> me honestly the 10 seed does nothing for you. There's oh, no it, point in uh an eighth an eighth seed at best in the playoffs to get demolished um by
2: the Nuggets in the first round and watch Jokic toy with Nurkic well, we had for Four games. We had one cool game with uh, Steph and LeBron a couple of years ago in the play-in game, and then everyone's like, ah, best decision we ever made. And now we're rewarding teams like the Bulls at 31 and 36, the Jazz who are below 500, and then the Bla- here we are, the Blaze. Have we not seen this team the entire year, and then we're still just like, well, you know? And that is the kind of SE situation about this is that you suck, but you don't suck enough. To miss the playing game potentially, so there's something to fight for, right? It's no. like, no, dude, come on, nothing. Like, no. I don't want a ten seed, a nine seed, an eight. Like, at this point, I'm done with the season. I'm good. Like, chalk it up. We have the sixth or seventh worst best record, se- sixth or seventh worst record in the league at this point. The worst
3: best is fine.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's fine. You we're, know? we're best best at being the worst. We're I want to the be best, that. We're one of the best bad teams. Like.
3: I wish there was some type of like NIT tournament for the teams that suck. Let's de- let's <laughs> determine who gets the number one pick that way. Well, I think a lot whoever of whoever wins, I love that. Whoever actually. wins gets the number one pick.
2: See, I love the idea, but also telling a bunch of uh, guys that might not even be on the team next year to the hey, play true. for a pick that isn't going to apply to. You. And actually, we might even just trade your ass to get even a better pick in the offseason. But so. seriously, just think I about love it, this but, yeah. Just think
3: about this: the the Blazers. The Blazers would play in a tournament with the Spurs, the Rockets, and the Thunder, and also the Pistons, Hornets, Magic, uh, and Pacers. Like, come
2: on, man. I I get it. And the winner
3: of that gets the number 1 pick. So I'm taking Daniel Lillard (laughs) against all those other guys. Like, man, let's go. Come on, Victor.
2: Think how pissed you are if you were the Pistons or the Rockets or the Spurs. You're like... God, we are we're bad. We're really bad. We really need some good young talent to start getting influxed into this team. Like, well, well thing got, is, thank God we're going to get that uh, number three but, two pick, and then you do you a tournament, that, and then you lose right away, and you're like, man, now you get the fourteenth pick, and or the third. Like, no, it's that, like seriously, <laughs> like and
3: based on based on what places you know you get, like that's the draft pick you get. You finish <laughs> second, you get second. You finish third, you get that. But that's so what I'm now, saying. Like so, say and, th- and trust me, those teams, the Wizards know that they're bad already. They know they suck now. You know, the if you're if you're the Spurs, you know that you suck today. Like you already know that you're in the running to get that pick. So let's just have some fun with it. But again, like, in everybody's already format, talking bad about
2: us. Your format, you're saying that all right, the number one seed goes to like the Spurs because they have the worst record or the Rockets or whatever. And then you're saying whoever wins that tournament gets the number one overall pick. That's correct. So The best team in that tournament would be like the the Wizards or the or the Pelicans, and then they could get the number one. And then the Rockets are sitting there screwed. Like, wait, we just had this terrible season. We're not even getting a top five pick out of this, a top ten. What the hell? Hey, hey, be better. Basically, being mediocre pays off. Yes, this is this
3: is your championship because if you get the number one pick. All eyes are on you. You remember that year that we had the number one pick here in Portland? All eyes were on Portland. What yeah, are they going like, to do? Don't like to remember what the, that. I man, listen, I'm still the right pick. We just didn't know he was going to get hurt. Who knew? Like, I mean, no, that was
4: how you built teams at the time. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith was sitting there thinking, "You better take Greg Oden. That's the sensible thing to do." That's a great Stephen Everybody, A. Smith, buddy. Thank you. That's I, a That's and <laughs> uh, mind you, we didn't know that
3: Greg. We we watched a dude and Greg Oden shoot left hand free throws because his right hand was broken during the national championship. And against three dudes, four dudes that end up going to the NBA and having long careers, Greg Oden dominated them. It wasn't even close. The things that he was doing to Florida and Joakim Noah, who ended up becoming an All Star and a great player, you know, in the in the NBA
4: for a while. Durant Man, was still getting bodied. He's also—I mean, we know bodied. now, yeah. we know what he is now. But the...
3: but at the time, um, you have Brandon Roy, right? Who knew? You had LaMarcus Aldridge, who knew? And then you have Greg Oden. Like those are three. Like bro, who? Who knew these guys' careers would end the way that they did? For the most
4: part, people still making YouTube videos like about how that could have been one of the greatest big threes of all time, even today.
3: Remember, they were they were boasted to be like in five years the Blazers are going to win a championship. In three to five years, they will be there, and then within those three to five years, it all all fell apart. But I'm saying the attention that the Blazers got at that point, man, is great for your franchise. It's great for everybody. It's great for your stars. It's great for your coaches. So yeah, let's let's do something with the other teams that aren't playing make it a quick you know two-day tournament and and let's be out
2: blazers play their last game of their road trip today how many games do they have left
4: <sighs> How much? they're 31 and 36 so, so that seven sixty seven fifteen. 15 yeah 15 games left thank god
2: do the blazers make the playoffs No. They need to, but at this point... I'm asking you, do they make the playoffs? I I, I hope not. Again, I hate this. I hate this so much. It's like, well, they're third... Literally, the third worst record in the Western Conference is what the Blazers are at this moment in time. And here we are saying... Let's make the playoffs. Like,
4: I, I said this in my first update. They are the worst mediocre team in yep. the league right now. Yeah. But they're as far as mediocre guys go. They are sitting at the bottom. You look at those teams like that essentially have the same record: Bulls,
2: Wizards, Pacers, Jazz, Pelicans, Thunder. It's like, yeah, I, they're all playing better than the Blazers, basically. Well, it's doo doo. I have a reason that doo doo. Rashad.
3: I, me and Joe have some. Uh, have some ideas as to why the Blazers are playing so bad and it's not necessarily somebody that's playing. Mm. We'll talk about that next on Sports Sunday. But first, Jordan of Sports. Okay,
1: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it.
0: Listening to Sports Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan.
3: In here talking about barbecue and
2: getting getting hungry. We, man. we get one day above fifty five here in uh, Portland. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, breaking off the grills. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I gotta get the smoker going. Yeah. Oh man, well, I, my uh,
2: my barbecue. Um, I just moved last year, and at the last place I uh, lived at, we had a little bit of a rodent problem. And let's just say they must have liked what I was cooking on my barbecue because uh, they definitely made their presence felt on that thing and um, had we to trash it. We so. would have had some grilled roten. So we, <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: well, I'm sure they have that in some parts of the country. No,
3: absolutely, man. So I, one thing I have to get, and I keep saying it, and I just haven't been able to do it. There's something called like a. And I always make. I always think I'm saying it wrong. Lacaja,
2: lacaja,
3: yeah, right. And it's like a, or they call it the china box. And you can like make a whole pig. I've
2: heard of these
3: inside of that thing. You kind of, you know, get it and put it between like two uh, like metal sheets and just row.
2: I've seen these. Yeah. Hey, man. Benicassa. Yeah. La Caja. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You can hang like 15 chickens inside of it. (laughs) Seriously. Like, or, or like, again, enough to make a whole. Butterfly Kaha Pig. in China
2: Box, yeah.
3: It was, I, I've done a pig in there a couple times with some buddies. And yeah, it those, was, those don't
2: cost that much at all. No, they're
3: like, what, 350 400 something like that? Yeah. Man, It. I need one. I know, like, man, for all the stuff that you can make in there at one time, is like, yes, man. Whole so pigs. that's one of those things. This summer, I'm definitely getting one, and you're all invited. To come and uh, get some of this delicious pig. Oh my
4: God. No, that's, that sounds great. I've seen a pig uh, actually roasted in the ground, authentic, and it Oh, oh yeah. The oh, taste yeah. of that is just. It's crazy. The only th- thing and I that's what don't, it
3: mimics. Only thing I don't like about it is you can't eat the skin. Like, okay. right? So you do this and you get the chance to eat the, the pork oh, skin and everything. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Oh, I love my that. Oh gosh, man. So speaking of getting cooked, Chauncey uh, <laughs> Billups and the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> So I just had to look this up because I wasn't all the way sure. Chauncey Billups has now been the head coach of the Blazers for two years. Now, I should preface my, all my comments by saying this. I'm a huge Chauncey Billups fan. <laughs> it's hard to think of any basketball fan who wasn't a fan of Chauncey Billups. Tough, gritty point guard, could make big shots, could play defense, great leadership, everything that you want your head coach to be, Chauncey Billups was that in spades as a player, Right. So far, that hasn't worked out very well for us as a head coach. First season, 27 and 55. Now, we can all agree last year was bad, Dane didn't play for the entire season <laughs> well, for the most part. I was going to say,
2: last year we liked to play the excuse, like, oh, it wasn't a real year. As things get progressively worse, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. last year happened. Yep, chance yeah, it happened. put it on Chauncey's record. I'm sure it
3: you'll happened.
4: get into this, Rashad, but last year just felt like Chauncey the entire year was spent, him calling out all of the entire roster. Just yeah,
3: like, that's what play. it was. we got to be tougher, got to play defense, oh, playing well rotate, we're not playing well enough, or he just didn't have an, an answer at all. I, what happened tonight, Chauncey? Ugh, amen. Like, huh? well, it, it's easy. To he make, sounds like a guy that just got caught by his girl cheating. He's like, hey, what? Uh,
2: it's easy to make know, excuses like, when you don't have all your horses, and then when you get them all back, and it's like, well, dude, it looks like you guys kind of still suck. What's the deal? You can't go back to like, well, we need to do everything we did last year. It's like, well, you're kind of doing that with better players now, so what what gives, Bob? And so far No, man. You only won 3 more games or
3: 4 more games and you won all of last season. The season's not over yet, so there's still some time to go. But currently Chauncey Billups has an overall coaching record of 58 and 91. 58 wins, 91 losses. <laughs> not good, Bob. Those are That's the type bad. of numbers that at the end of the season usually get coaches fired. Right? If the Blazers have, and it wouldn't shock me, if the Blazers had one, two blowout games in a row to where they just on the, on the losing end of those games, would it shock either of you if Cronin came out and was like, man, we parted ways with Chauncey Billups today? I'd see it happen at the end of the season, but I'd say if the Blazers go already at the year, is get, things are getting bad, you know, I would definitely see somebody, could definitely see somebody taking over in the interim until the season is over because at this point, as much as I love Chauncey Billups and as excited as I was about Chauncey coming here, even amid all the you know past allegations that people kind of brought up and everything, like I was still very excited to have him and his leadership as a basketball player here. But unfortunately, um, as a guy, he's been a model citizen, right, since being in Portland. Like, but as a coach, unfortunately, I just, it's just he's not the right fit. He's not the right person that the Blazers. Should have in that position.
2: Well, makes you want Terry Stotts. I don't think they're gonna <laughs> yeah. fire him before the end of the year. They'll play out this season because again, you're in this situation where it's like, well, we still got a shot, guys, and it's like, come on, like I, I, I like to be real. You ain't got a shot. Like even if you get there as the 10, 9, whatever, you ain't doing anything. You ain't winning a championship, so give up. Like which sounds terrible from a you know being on a team in a sport like. Bro, you put me on my. You tell me on my son's third, fourth grade team, like, eh, hey, you guys kind of suck. You probably should give up on the season. Like, I'm not saying. <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. Like, it sounds terrible to say give up, but this team is not going anywhere. So to me, yeah, I I want to be. I'd be fine if Chauncey the next day in a week, it's like, you know what, we're good with Chauncey. We're just done with the season, and we'll figure it out in the off season. I don't think they're gonna do that though, and. Then, I pray that they look for other options in the offseason, but I don't know if that's necessarily going to happen. I mean, Jordan, you can jump in here, but I just feel like Joe and Chauncey actually have a pretty good personal relationship behind the scenes that... Unfortunately, I don't think that they are going to do anything after this year, and they're going to chalk it up as to another, like, oh, well, just some things didn't line up. Nurk went down, Anthony. I, I feel like we might get a little bit of an old Olshay spin after this season.
4: Uh, you know, it sucks, but you're probably right. One thing I think you guys will find out about me, I <laughs> I can't stand one thing about coaches and executives in sports, and that's when they get shiny new toy syndrome, right? And it's a balance. Sometimes you have success with a guy for 10 years and then you just need a new voice and you got to move on. But but that's it's not sometimes the case. And I feel like that if you if you fix a couple of the other cogs that were necessarily, you know, maybe getting a little rusty or you turn over some new players, get some actual defensive effort off the bench. You look at the situation, it wasn't really on Terry Stotts, And I don't think that the Blazers had to let him go. I think Neil O'Shea got shiny new toy syndrome, thought, oh, I need a new voice, and decided to bring Chauncey Billups in. Look where the Blazers are. They, I would champion they are worse off right now almost two years into Chauncey's tenure than they were in any and point it, of and Terry's And it tenure. sucks
3: because while the Blazers are worse off, Damian Lillard is having yeah. the greatest season of his career. He's averaging more points than he's ever had in his career. He's averaging the highest field goal percentage he's ever had in his career. He's got the most rebounds he's ever had. And his the second most rebounds he's ever, ever had. And he's averaging the third most assist that he's ever had in his career. All in this season. This is a career there. There was talks of Damian Lillard being in the MVP conversation and his team isn't going to make the playoffs. Like when I was saying trade Dame, it wasn't, I thought it was mutually beneficial for both 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 parties. Damian Lillard isn't going to say Portland trade me. He's not going to say that. You know who else didn't say that? Kevin Garnett. What happened was Flip Saunders, and the and the, and the rest of the Minnesota Timberwolves brass came to KG and said, "Bro, you're not going to win here. We're young. We're not ready. We need to give you the opportunity to go do something to go win a championship because you're that good." I would think with everything the Dame has given Portland, that's the one thing the Blazers should say to him because he's never going to say, I'm gone. I have to go. We, as an organization, have to tell him, bro, we're not going to win here. And I feel silly. He's the best player not in the playoffs right now.
4: You guys, uh, man, this might be a little blasphemous, but I feel like my attachment to this franchise is kind of based on Damian Lillard at this point. And whether or not... you know That's fair. I think you're
2: speaking for a lot of the fan base right now, bud.
4: And whether or not they do decide to trade him, because I, I think at this point I am with you guys. If that happened, I would be happy for Dame but my fandom for the Portland Trail Blazers, week to week, just seems to be going away. And I don't think it's because I'm getting older. I still bleed my Mariners teal green every single day. I'm watching spring training games, waiting for the regular season to start foaming at the mouth. I'm worried that the Blazers are just slowly becoming irrelevant to everybody in this city because of what's happening right now.
3: Yeah, and, and I know the Mariners is a whole different type of hurt true. for yeah, for you. True. But, well, so,
2: and to back up what you're saying, Jordan, is a couple weeks ago, it was... The day of the 71-point game, Rashad and I were here, and it was kind of the same thing. I'm like, dude, I don't know what to be watched for with this team. Like, why should I be tuning in? Dame drops 71, and it's like, that's why you should be tuning in right there, right? What do they do next? They blow a 23-point lead to the Warriors and have that absolute second second half meltdown, and it's like, see, this is what... You give me one great moment with Lillard, and that's again the reason why I should be watching your games and this team is to see him do something. But then you give me a turd sandwich the very next game and they're like, What come on, man, what, why are you doing this to me? Like what And overall, this is what it means to be a Mariners and Blazers fan. Yeah. So welcome to drink the Drink it Northwest, in, guys. Drink it in.
3: It always goes down. But hey,
2: so. summer's around the corner. I mean nicer weather. <sighs> yeah, that's cool.
3: Get up to got to Get up to uh what's it called now? T-Mobile Park. Yeah, T-Mobile That's Park. Stupid. That's I, stupid. <laughs> That's I, I miss stupid. Safeco. I yeah, miss Safe the Rose Coals Garden, a, and I miss the Rose Safe Garden Coals. Safeco. Those sound like cool places, man. Like change sucks. Come bro. on, bro. Change I, sucks. I can't stand <laughs> it, man. So uh, coming up, uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, tie a bow on this. Some high court, school man.
2: hoops, perhaps.
3: Let's do that, man. There is a state champion in the 6A realm. A bunch of state champions, but. We're going to talk about that one because it's pretty important. So that's how we're going to tie a bow on this thing right here. Sports Sunday on the fan and the Odyssey app.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela
3: is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste.
0: Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor.
6: Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
0: Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan.
3: Thank you for this, man. Amine, a.k.a. Adam Daniel from right here in Portland, Oregon, Benson High School, you know. Little, I always call him a little partner of mine because he's, he's grown up now, though, you know. so Yeah, this uh,
2: isn't just like a local hit, folks. This kind of had a few spins on the radio. He's a, he's kind of a big
3: deal. And so for for Portland, it's our very first uh, star. And shout and out so, Mike's
2: driving. Absolutely, he, yeah. He was uh, in his music video. Yeah. A couple points he's at. I don't know which location, but. Go get yourself a shake.
3: Yeah, man, absolutely. So, um, well, last night, man. Hey um, me, Mikes. <laughs> <laughs> last night, the uh, high school basketball season came to uh, a really shocking close for a lot of people. As the Westland Lions uh, took on the
2: Tualatin t- Timberwolves? You got it, bud. Yes. my Tualatin Timberwolves. They yes, were my up they were 8th grade.
3: Yes, but uh, Tualatin has played Westland this was number four, four times in all a year. row, not in a row, but mm. this season they, they met once in, uh, in the Les Schwab Invitational, which Westland won. They've met twice because they are both in the same conference and Westland won both of those. Mind you, Westland is led by Oregon uh, standout or soon to be Oregon standout, Jackson Shellstad, and also Adrian Mosley, who the dynamic guard from Northeast Portland from went to Ockley green and You know, went to Grant High School, was the PIO Player of the Year, and then went ahead and went to West Lynn to play with my good friend, friend of the show, uh, Robert Key, who's been a part of uh, Sports Sunday once before. So shout out to Robert Key. But the Timberwolves of Tualatin are now your back-to-back 6A state champions. They knock off number one West Lynn. I want to say it was 60-46. to Was that the score?
2: I think it was something like that. I'll get it pulled yeah. up. Oh, I had it right in front of me. Uh, 60
3: to 47. 60 to 47. And West Lynn goes down to Tualatin, Jaden Stepp, Josiah Lake, and Coach Bubba Lemon.
2: Dude, it comes full circle from Harlem Globetrotters a few weeks ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> that is th- honestly. That is pretty great. We were literally just talking about this, what, two months ago about Bubble Lemon? Yeah. And I was like, hey, I recognize that name. I'm like, oh, yeah, he graduated my sister over at Towalton, and And now he's coaching the team. How about that? Couldn't be a nicer dude.
3: You know, uh, working at the Les Schwab Invitational, you know, I got a chance to sit next to him and kind of listen to him coach his guys, and he was always super respectful of, of me and Swag or whomever else was a Dusty or whomever else was doing commentary at that point, so really, really happy. Boy, Jaden Stepp, getting
2: year, those shots up. Yeah,
3: Jaden Stepp, that's that a was Kobe-esque the important part. stat <laughs> yes. line. 9 of 23 from the field. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, hey, Jaden, it was important for him to be uh, aggressive. He's the biggest guy on the court for either team, so he had to go out there and be aggressive. And it looks like that's what they were able to do. So well, Josiah
2: Lake, 12 of 16 from the free throw. Go get those free throws, young man!
3: Josiah Lake is one of the quickest guards in all of Oregon, all of basketball, and so this is a great opportunity for them, but I was just asking Joe, and I'll, I'll ask Jordan the same thing. So uh, I feel like the state championship is the, the the kind of coup de grace. That's the cherry on top of, of an amazing season for West Lynn had they won. But I kind of feel like just as far as prestige, it means more to win the Les Schwab Invitational than it does to win a state championship. Mind you, for your school, a state championship is amazing. Um, however, in the state of Oregon – there have been 4 teams that are from Oregon that have won the Les Schwab Invitational since its inception. It's been Beaverton, Jefferson, Jesuit, and now West Lynn. All of those teams, the one thing they had in common is they all had man almost kind of uh uh game-changing talent, you know, on those teams that Jefferson team that was obviously amazing, West Lynn with Jackson Shellstad, the Jesuit team that was led uh by Kevin uh, uh not Kevin Love but um who won that Jesuit year? I want to say it was Dunleavy? Could have been. I don't yeah. know what, what year what, it was. Does it say what year Jesuit won? I don't. I don't have a point. No, okay. Well, either way, like, you're playing against other guys within the state of Oregon for a state championship. There's a good chance that you might not have a lot of even even smaller school recruits on those teams. PSU, Western Oregon, Southern Oregon. There's a good chance a lot of those guys won't be recruited to play there. But when you play in the Les Schwab, you're playing against at least four or five teams that have, for sure, NBA talent on them. Every year I've seen a new guy that's going to, I saw them in the Schwab. Now they're top 15, 20 pick in the NBA. And so when you knock off a Duncanville that has the number one player in the country, or excuse me, a top 10 player in the country with number one team in the country, you knock off Sierra Canyon, who came in with the whole video squad for Bronny and Bryce James,
2: which was really crazy. Were there any Kardashians there? There were no Kardashians. We were looking. There were no Kardashians. Well, I should say, were there any Jenners there, Kendall or Kylie?
3: I don't think they were there either. You know, however, if they came, they'd have made somebody give up their seats real, real fast. We were hoping LeBron showed up, but he didn't. But either way, man, I thought, man, it was a a, a great, great showing by Tualatin to show
2: up against this Westland team. Hell yeah, man. And
3: knock off knock off the, the juggernaut that's been Westland since December hey. and
2: walk away with the state championship. Honestly, team. I'm proud of Tualatin. Back in my days, uh, they were always the team that could get there but not finish the job. And it seems like they've been doing that, especially in basketball the last few years. Shout out to them. That's my old stomping grounds. Keep it up, T Wolves. Hell answer, yeah.
4: Answer your question, Rashad. I absolutely think that the Les Schwab Invitational yeah. is more important than a state championship. When I was a kid, I always like had the dream of like all these states. Once you get a winner from each state, go to like a massive country wide, yeah. like fifty team, you know, forty eight team bracket competition. Really get some of these players facing off against some of the better talent around the, the rest of the country. We I see if
3: they can run a, a, a tournament with sixty four teams. Let's see if they can run one with just. You know, forty-eight or fifty. I think that will be really cool. So, Jordan Schultz, man, thank you, man. You're yeah. awesome. Welcome hey to the team, bro. Let's go. Absolutely, man. So that was our first full football Sunday, and it'll look like this every Sunday. Nine to eleven. We'll be here next week. So, man, for my guy Joe Fish, I'm Rashad Taylor. That's my guy Jordan Schultz. Let's go. We're gonna see y'all next week. Peace.
6: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.